Today's podcast is brought to you by the BetStamp app, which is helping thousands of people win at sports betting for free. The same way travelers use Google Flights or Expedia to find best prices, bettors can now use BetStamp to do the same. When you place a bet, the odds given by a sportsbook will determine how much you can possibly win. Even when betting on the same outcome, different sportsbooks will offer varying payouts, and these differences can be huge. Thankfully, BetStamp allows you to easily line shop the most profitable odds across all sportsbooks. You can click on any matchup and instantly see all the different odds for game lines, player props, and even futures bets. Line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning long term. On average, BetStamp users win an extra $1,000 plus yearly just by line shopping. You can find the BetStamp app on the Apple iOS Store, Google Play Store, or through your browser at www.betstamp.app. To access all these benefits, sign up using promo code RBRANT, all one word, and start your journey to successful sports betting today. If you forget to use the code upon sign up, you can always enter our code in your BetStamp account settings afterwards. Check it out today. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language... Why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show of Rens. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipeco. I'm Truman, and it's episode 428. Changes. Yep. It's definitely time for changes, but hold on. Hold on. Oh, my God. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Yep. The, the biggest change that this team or the fan base has been asking for for, I don't know, probably sometimes since the end of last year. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. Uh, Gerhard Struber is officially gone. The club, quote, parted ways mutually, unquote, which, of course, we know is code for he just got fired. Um, at least they finally pulled the trigger instead of waiting. I uh, I think I told you pretty much if it didn't happen by the week after the New York City match, this, it was never going to happen this year. So, well, According to him, they mutually parted ways because he missed his family and wanted to go home and no other reason. Like, you know, no other reason, not, not the god-awful results and no one wanting him there anymore. Yeah. It's almost like if he did well, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I bet if we were first in the league, he'd, uh, he wouldn't miss his family as much. Yeah. All right, so we'll get into uh, more of that as we talk about the games. So two to talk about. First, the home loss to Philly, one nothing. The last match of the Struber error, uh, which I honestly thought at some point it was going to be 2 nothing, but stupid Red Bulls had to give Truman three points instead of me. So here's <laughs> that. You were really te- teetering on the edge there because you knew they weren't going to score a goal in that game. No, they weren't. At least I got a point, so there's that. Um, 
And then DC United, the first match of the uh, Troy Lassen era, one nothing victory in the U.S. Open Cup. So at least we won. We played at quote home, so I guess technically it's a home win. Yeah. But uh, we scored in the first half. It's the, er- the earliest goal we scored all year. Amazing. And 12 games in, and we hadn't scored before the 40th minute, so that's amazing. <clears throat> all right. Uh, do you have the tweets for the, these two games to read out? So many tweets. Uh, we'll talk about the loss first. Of course, Metro Chuck. Our buddy Chuck just showing up the uh, the gift with Bill Murray saying it just doesn't matter. Uh, Ruchesco, well, this, this should have been the episode title, was the Uber for Struber because the Uber did come. Uh, Tonino M said, glad I didn't get Apple TV so I don't have to watch the car crash. And uh, Creepy Taxi, Steven Santos said, don't care. I am at UFC 288 enjoying real fights and fighting spirit. And then let's get to, boom, the other game, the win. Uh, Red Coach J, Jeremiah said, am I allowed to do likes and dislikes? Of course you are. Like, holy forking shirt balls, we scored a goal from the run of play in the first half. Dislike, a few guys regularly feel seconds away from a long-term injury in games. Burke is often one, and I wish he hadn't played here. Uh, Eddie Pierre Delecto said, babe, wake up, they scored from the run of play. Uh, Jonathan Ortiz, whose name is Jonathan, a bunch of numbers, said 10 stars, amazing, undefeated, praise Troy. And then Tununam also posted here, with no Apple TV, I finally got to watch a game and they won it. You're welcome, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, Steven Santos said, we won and holy cow, it was a fun game to go to for a change. Because there just haven't been that many. No, there really haven't been. So as I said in our group chat, I wanted to actually take credit for Struber's firing because it happened right after we announced the Bet Stamp partnership. Apparently, that was the the thing that Red Bull looked at and was like, "Oh, you know what? Maybe we should actually do something. These guys are getting paid now. Got to take them seriously." <laughs> All right, so let's get into this with our likes and dislikes. You can go first. What did you dislike about these two matches? Well, we're not still a scoring machine, so that's a problem. Uh, one goal in these two games. And uh, it wasn't scored at Red Bull Arena. So again, it's just more listless offense with no creativity, barely any chances. I don't know what's going to take the change. I don't know if it's going to take a fully healthy midfield coming back, but um, it's still not looking great no matter who the coach is. I think it looked better. On Tuesday, it wasn't perfect, but look, to me, it looked better. Um, <clears throat> my dislike is just going to be that that game against Philly. Um, once again, there was a team that came in that looked vulnerable. The, the Red Bulls could have easily, not easily, but they could have won the game realistically, and they didn't. That and, they, and this time they couldn't even muster a draw, so that was that was great. It was the first home loss of the year. Um, I guess on the flip side, the the good news of that one is that hey, Struber got fired, so Eek. so I, I guess that's a uh, half glass uh, empty, half full situation, right? I mean, yep. <laughs> um, like I, I'm gonna like the the goal we scored because it wasn't the same old, same old. Granted, it was a cross, 
but it wasn't our wingbacks going up and bring the ball to the side and hoping to get the ball into our forward. There was some actual off the ball movement. Um, Tom Barlow apparently still alive because he got an assist. So, you know, that that's good. Um, I, I wish we saw some more of it in the open cup game, but I'll, I'll take, you know, for, for Troy to step in uh, literally one day's notice and at least get a one nothing win, that's, I would say, a really good accomplishment. I mean, now now they got to do in the league. <laughs> yeah. Of course, who they have to do it against next is uh, is one of the, the yeah. fucking schedule, of course, lined up the way it did. Yep. You right. know, I you think, ever- I think, I'm pretty sure when... I think Chris Armas wasn't that his first game at home against NYCFC on the road, not at home, but it was NYCFC. Oh, okay, it was on the road <clears throat> where we lost. I think it was two nothing. Weird. I think it was, and I think that was the first time we lost to New York City as well. Possible, but isn't that strange? Isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, because I think when Marsh was here, we were undefeated against New York City. Hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of weird that now Armas and, and Lucen are both of their first league matches are against New York City. Yeah, yeah. So do you have a like for these two games? Just told you. Losing oh. to Philly got a hunt. So you finally did fall off the tower. All right. Um, no sound clip, no Hans Gruber. Uh, son of a... I was pausing for it I, I i don't have that one queued up unfortunately oh but you know what for one last time for him it's that one's always ready to go yeah <clears throat> that one's not going away let's just make sure that's clear we're clear here that that one's going to stick around it's just uh afterthoughts um Again, this is not why they lost. I'm going to talk about this for two weeks in a row. This is not why they lost the game ultimately. But Jesus, the refereeing against the Red Bulls is just insane. Well, Ticky tack PK, I feel. Ticky tack. Yeah, I feel like that should have. If. Uh, who, who was it against Chicago that got the yellow for diving? Whatever that was. If that was a call for diving, then this one absolutely should have been a call for diving. I mean. <laughs> Just just based on a pure, you know, if you're going to be consistent across the, all the referees, then that one should have been a dive. But <clears throat> I get why it's called a penalty kick. I don't agree with it. Um, for me, the bigger thing was the penalty shout in the first half that he didn't even go look at. Um, I mean, I don't remember where the ball hit us, hit um, Nielus in week one, but... You, we are told if you make your arms bigger, then it's a uh, handball. And he mm-hmm. literally moved his hand toward or his whole arm towards the ball. So I don't think it should matter if, if it hit the shirt at that point when you're intentionally moving your arm towards it. But <clears throat> the fact that he didn't even go look at that one. And, and the VAR check was apparently over that quickly. It's just baffling. Yeah. yeah. You have any other afterthoughts? Uh, well, 
it was nice to win an open cup game, I guess. That that's very exciting. And at least some people showed up. Not a packed house, but they had a good smattering of fans there. Honestly, that was a better crowd for the open cup game than I thought there was going to be. Yeah, same. I really thought there'd be no one just, there. Just give them the run. I guess because Struber's gone. People were like, you know what? Well, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if if Struber's still in charge, I don't think we would see that many people. So this weekend will be interesting, right? I am wondering how much the uh, – is any idea if the boycotts are over? I mean, uh, VA – Viking Army isn't because they were cheering at the game against Philly. I think I saw uh, Torseda's banner in the crowd at the Open Cup game, so I imagine theirs is done too. Yeah. I don't know about ESC, though. I'm not sure either. Because ESC was hinging their stuff on both Struber and uh, Van Zier. So I w- I'm not sure what's going on with that. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything announced yet. I know there was a vote, but I'm not sure what the results are. So, well, I guess we'll find out Saturday night, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, so let's move on to <clears throat> the pain index. So, for whatever reason, apparently people decided this week they were a little less painful than the last two weeks. Um, so, after being at an, 8, an average of an 8.4 last week, we are now at a 7.8. Uh, I, From looking at the timestamps of votes, I don't think the Struber decision was a major influence, but I do remember seeing a few comments on Reddit over the last few weeks. Basically, it's like, you know what, I'm just so numb to the pain at this point, so I wonder if that's what we're what we got people were fatigued at being paid (laughs) but what we'll see how that graph goes after uh this week if it starts to go down again all right uh prediction contest so truman got three points for calling it one nothing Uh, i got one point for at least calling the loss so truman is now in first with six and i'm in second with four we Doubled our point total <laughs> in, in one game. Kind of surprising. All right. So we'll see how the Red Bulls do this weekend when they host New York City FC uh, at home on Saturday, May 13th. That game will kick off at 739. City comes into this game number five in the Easter Conference, a four, three, and four record, good for 15 points. Uh, Zero goal difference. <clears throat> Their last five in the league, they've been two, one, and two, so they are just kind of hovering right now. Um, their last match, though, they did lose uh, yesterday or Wednesday to uh, FC Cincinnati in the U.S. Open Cup. So maybe them coming off loss is a good thing for us. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, but Truman, since you are now leading the predictions, you get to go first. What do you think is going to happen on Saturday against New York City? I mean, I, I can't feel positive because the team can't really still score goals. So that's that's the biggest crux. Uh, is anybody even healthy for this game? Lewis Morgan's still out. Lukinia's still out. I'm just going to assume yes. All right. I'm going to read. I'm going to read the list from Mark Fishkin who posted this an hour ago. Search <clears throat> Noma's still out. Lukinia's out. Morgan, Matt Nakota. Who I, he's not even playing. Steven Sarada, Frankie Amaya, Kyle Duncan, Dante Van Zier, All of them are still out. 
Yeah, so I, I, I have no faith in them scoring a goal. <laughs> I mean, how could you? Uh, but I can't, as you know, I just can't predict us losing that dumb team, um, even if they released renderings of their dumb, boring stadium yesterday. <laughs> so for no reason whatsoever, I'm going scoreless draw. Wow. Barring some wacky penalty, a scoreless draw. And and the Red Bull should have a parade on the field if that's the actual result. So, before I get to the game, is it me or does it seem like every soccer-specific stadium that's been opened in the country since RBA opened is a somewhat copy of RBA? Well, that, this one's more boring, I think. Oh, I it's like more boring. LAFC's is nice. Uh, Minnesota's nice. Sporting, uh, Sporting Kansas City's is different. I'll give them credit. Yeah, but a lot of them are just same thing. Angles. <clears throat> we're we're in the cookie cutter phase. Yeah, I mean, I mean, granted, like baseball, which I remember being the cookie cutter phase was, you know, they at least have the benefit of being able to change the outfield. Right, so the the field is different going from stadium to stadium. Right. Soccer, you don't really have that. Um, so you're kind of limited, but for this being a team in, quote, New York City, it feels like they're not I, – I mean, they're probably trying to keep it low to keep it packed, but I feel like this team should have gone bigger. Maybe that's just me. Well, you can't tell me you don't have money to make something really extravagant. Yeah, I mean, you got that Middle Eastern oil money, so. I mean, also, this is just a rendering, so which it can completely change as, as Red Bull Metro Stars fans know. Um, Red Bull Arena was supposed to mimic Crew Stadium, and thankfully that didn't happen. So, um, I don't know, boring. I'm also very, I'm very curious how their fans will travel to Queens. Because it's not quite in the Bronx, you know. You're taking almost the last stop all the way to Flushing Meadows to get there. It was pretty close to Flushing, right? So it's not like it's. I mean, it's across the street from City Field, so it's right oh, there. Okay. That, okay. I, I thought it was, but I wasn't completely sure. Yeah. Yeah, I made that trip once because um, via the subway because I think it was like 2009. I decided to go to the U.S. Open, like the opening day of it. Mm-hmm. And that and that was and granted. I'm talking about from like central New Jersey. So it was a long trip to begin with, right? I'm already an hour into New York city, let alone the subway ride, but yeah, that wasn't a short subway ride from Manhattan. So yeah, it's quite an adventure. It is quite an adventure from times square. Although I love how quote New York's team is farther away from Manhattan than us. Right. <laughs> Shocker. They, they can't travel. They can't travel, but they're going to travel to Queens. That was pretty much the only place in the city you could build anything. That was it. That's like the last piece of empty land. Yep, because James Dolan fucked over the New York Jets and took over the the rail yard. And yep. <clears throat> Although I'm kind of surprised they didn't try to do like some deal with like a college where they share the field kind of thing. But yeah, go to Hofstra. How about that? Go to Long Island. <clears throat> I, I'm I'm disappointed the floating barge idea never took off. 
No, there's still a chance. This uh, this thing isn't a guarantee. True. <clears throat> All right. Um. So my prediction. Uh, I'm going to go the draw also. I don't think we have enough to win. Uh, New York City seems to be kind of middling at the moment, which is a good thing for us. Um, I'm hoping the new coach bounce goes more than one game. Granted, I would that prefer a win, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to be slightly more optimistic that we're actually going to score. So I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw at home. I don't think we have enough to win, but I think we're not going to lose. Uh, with that, it's time for something I should have done before the preview, but with that, it's time for Pat's Betting Corner. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Pat, back for another episode of Pat's Betting Corner, brought to you by Betstamp. Let me let you in on the action that I'm looking at this week. Right now, I'm looking at Atlanta over Charlotte, which the best odds you can get right now checking out the bet stamp app is negative 167 on Bet Rivers. I also like a couple of teams on the road this week. I'm taking the Rams over Miami, where you can get plus money on the money line over at Caesars. You know, I just kind of assumed he would talk about the Red Bulls. So. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, so wait, that gave me get, me get moved back towards dumping ground again. I'm surprised he did Betty Cooney so early in the show. I uh, again, I assumed it was going to be about the Red Bulls, so I was like, oh, we should go here. So, <laughs> yep, my bad. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> All right. Um. New York Red Bulls, two. Uh, they lost their last match to Philly, number two, uh, two to one. Uh, that puts their record. Wait, hold on. Sorry. Ah, damn it. I put the. <laughs> wow, I really screwed this up. Sorry. In my agenda, I put the <laughs> New York Red Bulls, two result in the Gotham FC position. That was stupid of me. Oops. Yeah, maybe, maybe Gotham is playing NY, NYCFC too. It's possible. All right, so it's a 2 1 loss at Philly 2. Uh, their next match is uh, this Sunday, May 14th, where they will host New York City uh, FC 2. Uh, they, their record currently in MLS Next Pro is 2, 2, and 3, 11 points, minus one goal difference, five in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, they're so much better than last year. What a vast improvement. It's almost like playing only MLS Reserves teams is our first competition. The power of mediocrity. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Gotham FC, they won their last match on the road 2-1 at the Chicago Red Stars. That puts them at a record of 4-0-2 in the league, 12 points plus one goal difference, and they moved up to number four in the NWSL. Their next match is this Sunday, May 14th at 5.30 p.m. They will be hosting the Orlando Pride at Red Bull Arena. Not NYCFC, too. No. Okay. All right. Uh, with that, it is time 
for the F1 update. And box now, box, box now, box for hard. Stay out, stay out, stay out. Fuck, fuck! Why, what the fuck I'm doing? God, I love that clip. So we do have to sh- uh, give a shout out. There was someone that did get where that clip came from. Yes. Uh, it was uh, Chris Admech. So thanks, Chris, for understanding where that's came- coming from. And I love on Twitter <laughs> his response to you saying, well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that GIF existed, and now it is awesome. <laughs> All right, so uh, Red Bull once again finishing one-two on the podium uh, in Miami. I honestly thought Sergio Perez was going to put up more of a uh, more of a fight after Max got his pit stop, but well, it's all about the tire, right? I mean, yeah, it was. Max came in on those brand, well, sorry. Max came in on those brand new tires, which is going to take him at some point anyway. Yeah. And I mean, really, it's the thing about Red Bull. If you guys are watching these races, is that Max started in ninth, and it did not matter. He was he wasn't he was in second. I'm pretty sure by the seventh lap. Yeah. I think it was in I think it was in fourth or fifth by like the first lap. It, it's or ridiculous. Second. I, I, I think he, I think he moved him two spots in the first lap, and then because he's kind of waiting for everybody else to stop fighting, and then he's like, "Okay, now it's my turn to just go." Yeah, yeah. They're just, they're just so impressive. Um, so again, like I always say, it, it's nice to watch a, uh, a winning team. So, and uh, I think they had a, I think they had like a twenty-one second lead between second and third. Yeah. At the end of the race. So up, up next in two weeks, they'll be in uh, Italy. So that is uh, the 19th to the 21st. That's where Ferrari gets their hopes up, and then they always lose somehow. And then the week after is one I'm looking forward to. It's Monaco. Monaco is the one everyone looks forward to, because once you get the lead, it's near impossible to <laughs> lose. But, uh, yeah, Monaco is always an awesome watch. I, so was pretty impre- I-, I was pretty impressed that there were no yellow flags in that, that race on Sunday. Yeah, no, it was good. It was because they're they're the, all the flags were in the freaking qualifying apparently. Yeah. But if anyone wants to know the standings, if you're not paying attention, uh, Max is in first with 119, Sergio in second with 105, and then Fernando Alonso is in third place with 75 points. How far back is Hamilton? Because he's just Hamilton dropped off. Apparently, sure. He's has 56 points. He is in fourth place. What's the constructor championship? At? I know the Red Bull has a huge lead, but I don't know exactly how long or how far it is. 224 points for Red Bull. Aston Martin has 102. Jesus. 96. Well, when I guess you have podium finishes, two, two podium finishes every week, it's kind of hard to beat you. Yeah. And then the big news uh, this week, which I learned, is that they are opening the first U.S.-located Formula One sports restaurant attraction what does that mean uh it's going to be like a gigantic sports restaurant with full formula one simulators that you can actually use shit so jay when are you coming up next year that's the question it's 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 up in, in massachusetts it's in boston oh boy maybe maybe, <laughs> with, maybe i have to time this with the revs game 
Well, you have plenty of time. It's not opening for like another year. But may, hopefully, it'll we'll we'll get scheduled at New England after it opens, and that that could be a, a time we show up. So March 2024, uh, it is a hold on. 16,000 square foot Formula One arcade. Damn. Yeah. So when you say full simulator, I assume the, the steering wheel is going to be pretty close. Like not obviously not exact, but pretty close. Yeah, I, I would I would assume so. I'm going to crash that car pretty quickly because I've never <laughs> driven sticks. I can't imagine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at least the gear shifts on the hand, but still. I think they'll make an easy mode for us idiots. I hope so. <laughs> Break, accelerate, and that's it. So, All right. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. See, now I kind of think a Boston Grand Prix would be kind of cool. Let me Maybe tell you once. Not, not regularly. They could make a Grand Prix track in Boston. And after they finished it, about a week later, it would be destroyed because the weather's so bad. Doesn't matter when it is, it'll be all cracked and annihilated. Yeah, that's fine. Do it around Fenway. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, those roads are not not built. <laughs> not not built. I mean, for, they're built for having your tires destroyed by potholes. I mean, they built the Miami Grand Prix on top of the parking lot for <laughs> Hard Rock Stadium, so. I think I think parts of the track were literally on platforms. Oof, yeah. So, but you don't have to worry about weather destroying anything, which is which is nice for them. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, with that, it is time for the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, Red Bulls obviously advanced in the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, today was the round of 16 draws, uh, which means because we're U.S. Open Cup, we have to draw two rounds at once to make sure people's travel plans get figured out. <clears throat> so in the round Good of 16, enough. not traveling yeah. anywhere. In the round of 16, the Red Bulls will host FC Cincinnati. If they advance, they will host the winner of the Pittsburgh Riverhounds uh, and FC Cincinnati. And they said we were going to play, I think it's like the Southeast region, if we advance past that point. Because apparently we got to do regional things. I understand the U.S. is a big country, but come on. I'm pretty sure you, the U.S. Soccer Federation could foot the bill for some travel on this this tournament. Uh, no, sir. They don't have that kind of money. I mean, so I'm assuming the answer is no. But did you watch the draw? I... I I saw it on my like YouTube feed. I, I went, I scrolled through till I found the Red Bulls group, and then I watched for like two two minutes. But also, I'm just me, realizing something. Um, you said that they are uh, hosting FC Cincinnati, and the next round they would either oh, play. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, was- it's Pittsburgh or Columbus if they advance. I'm sorry. And I thought I heard you say it. I'm like, I I don't think you said that right. No, I didn't say it right. But anyway, so you I know you didn't watch it. So if you were going to draw out of a group of four, how do you how would you do it? What do you mean? 
Like if you had like let, let's say there, there were literally like four balls and you had to pick them, how would you do it? Just close my eyes and stick my hand in. What are you talking about? So the guy puts his hand in and literally just twirls the ball balls around, which is not going to make them random because they're all going to go in this, you know, in one direction. And then just picks the one that has to be closest. It's like, dude, if you're going to do that, just fucking pick one up. Don't even bother with the with with the whole like mixing them around. You're not mixing them. They kind of do that with the World Cup too. If you notice, they go wee wee wee, and then they pick one up. But in in fairness to the World Cup, they at least have pots. So you got to pick a team from each pot. Right. All of the all four teams were in the same bowl for this. Yeah. It's not even like they because they do about they did their regional things. They had all the regions already set up. But it's not even like they did the World Cup style where it's like, all right, we're gonna pick one from this this bowl, then one from this bowl. No, it's just now I'm putting my hand in here, just kind of pretend to mix these things around for a few seconds and then pull one out. It was weird. And it was two guys against uh, the U.S. soccer logo and some kind of bad at camera work. Because when the guys zoomed, tried to zoom in on the New York Red Bulls logo when it came out, mm-hmm. he, zoomed in, he zoomed in, I want to say below the hands, and then adjust, and then I tried to adjust it while zoomed in, so it went too high, it went to the guy's neck, and it was just kind of weird. <clears throat> I mean, Shout out to all watching the U.S. Open Cup draw. I think it would make it more interesting if they got AI involved and let AI do the picks for them. AI is going to be doing everything. I already told you with the creepy training videos, I, I have it work. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else for dumping ground? No. Okay. Then it's time for the last segment of the show. Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. I guess I'm just going to give it to Loudon for getting creamed by Columbus 5-1 in the Open Cup. I know they're not on equal footing. Um, but aside from that, I would just make fun of Charlotte losing in D.C. 3 nothing, And I don't want to give D.C. credit for anything. What about New England losing to Pittsburgh? I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty hilariously bad. But, I mean, you know, you can't stop the Riverhounds. The formidable Riverhounds. Who play in a very weird-looking spot, literally on the river. They're one step away from the barge. That's what it is. They're that close. Literally, that that section could just break away and become a barge. Or let's see. Let, I'm going to look at the open cup results from yesterday. See what's interesting. Uh, so Pittsburgh, of course, beat New England. Chicago beating St. Louis, although St. Louis' first year in the Open Cup, so whatever. Yeah. Philly losing to Minnesota 6-7 on penalty kicks after finishing 3-3. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of it. Was at us, so. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so I, I think we're done. Yes. Yes, we are. All right, let's wrap this one up. Devils game is going overtime, and I'm sure they're going to just crush my skull. And, and So, perfect timing. All right, so you can visit us at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. $1 a month gets you exclusive content, such as live wrap-ups, live, yeah, live post-games, monthly wrap-ups, anything we decide to do. We still talk about what we're going to do 
instead in lieu of a monthly wrap up for our patrons right now because new people send us ideas. Yeah, nobody sent us any ideas. Yeah. You, you know you can interact with us on Patreon, right? You can send us messages. I would suggest you do it. Yeah, tell us what to do. We'll do it. <laughs> within reason. Uh yeah, within reason. Um you can email us redbullrant at gmail.com if you want to Call and get your voice on the uh, podcast, 973-348-5329. Leave us a voicemail, facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant. On Twitter, at Red Bull Rant for the show, at Dr. Stooge myself, at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Yeah, I would love this mostly injured team. To come out, shock the world, make make our soccer watching lives just a little bit better this weekend, and win. Yep. Please, please win. <clears throat> All right. So for Truman and myself, this has been episode 428 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Bye bye, Snuba. Yeah.